You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, welcome to episode 58 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. Thank you for being here. Back in episode 22, we talked about holding our boundaries and saying no, like instead of saying yes and people pleasing, when someone asks us to do something that we don't want to do or don't have time for. As a refresher, Brene Brown explained boundaries simply as what's okay and what's not okay with us, like what works for you and what doesn't. Boundaries apply to more than time. According to positive psychology, there are seven types of boundaries. So time, as we've discussed, physical, like personal space, your body and your privacy, mental, your opinions and your values, emotional, like your availability or your capacity, material, like letting people borrow money or your stuff, conversational, like topics you will or won't talk about, and internal, like your energy. Think like introvert versus extrovert. Sometimes we assume people ought to know what our boundaries are without us sharing them. And that's usually when boundary issues arise because they haven't been clearly drawn. And I also think that there's a common misconception that boundaries are mean, but they're really not. You can state your boundaries and be direct without being unkind. And if someone doesn't like your boundaries, that doesn't make you mean. Holding your boundaries is a form of self-care, and it's important to prioritize yourself and your needs by asserting your boundaries with other people. But what happens when someone gets too close to or even crosses your boundaries, specifically your physical boundaries? These situations can be uncomfortable because your choices are either you don't say anything about it and things will for sure get awkward, or you do say something about it and things might get awkward. It seems like a lose-lose situation, but it actually doesn't have to be. And let's explore the second scenario some more. So what do you say or do when someone does something that crosses your physical boundaries? For example, a friend keeps tickling your stomach. Someone touches your hair. A relative always goes in for a hug. Or your significant other wants more affection and you don't want any of those things. Well, you could start by drawing your boundary line, clearly stating what's okay and what's not okay with you. To your friend, you'd say, hey, I'd rather not be tickled, please stop. To the classmate, oh, actually, I don't like it when people touch my hair. To your relative, no thanks, instead of a hug, how about we fist bump? And to your significant other, say, honestly, I'm comfortable staying where we're at with affection. Usually people catch on after that. And you don't have to give an explanation, even if someone asks why, because your boundary is how you feel. It's what works for you. It's what you're comfortable with. Your boundaries aren't up for debate and they don't need someone else's approval. If you're feeling generous, you could acknowledge how the other person feels. You could say, I can sense you're feeling frustrated, but I appreciate you understanding. I get that this is not what you want, but this is what I need. 
Also, you don't have to say sorry for setting a boundary. You didn't do anything wrong, so no need to apologize for having boundaries. Everyone has them. Sometimes people may need a reminder or two about your boundaries. They may forget. Hopefully they will acknowledge when you restate your boundary and stick to it. But if they blatantly ignore your boundary and keep doing what you said you're not okay with, continued unwanted behavior is harassment. In that situation, or even if their first boundary crossing is a glaring boundary violation, like inappropriate touch, set a firm boundary. No, stop that. Don't touch me. That's not being mean. That's being direct. There's a difference. You can also use body language to emphasize your message, like hold up your hand to show a stop signal. Look them right in the eye. Move back and put some distance between you. Frankly, saying no, stop, or don't should be clear enough for them to understand your boundary though. Now, there is a chance that the person you shared your boundary with will not like it at all. And instead of being accountable for their actions and respecting your boundary, they may react with pushback a few different ways. They may deny that they did anything wrong and say that you're confused. They may tell you to calm down. You're overreacting. You know, they were only kidding. It's not a big deal. When in reality, it is a big deal to you. This tactic is called gaslighting. It's a deflection because they feel awkward that you drew your boundary line and they don't want to deal with it. So they try to make you feel dumb for treating their boundary crossing as serious as it is for you. Another reaction they may have to you sharing your boundary is to question your relationship. Like, well, I thought we were friends or, but we're family. Don't you care about me? Well, if you loved me, then you would, whatever. This tactic is called manipulation. Getting what they want, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable, is more important to them than respecting you. So they try to guilt you into giving in. Sometimes people may react to your boundaries with a counterattack, turning the blame on you to make you feel wrong for drawing a boundary so that you'll remove it. They are so set on getting their way and they may even make your relationship conditional on your compliance. Like, well, if you don't do this thing, I'm not going to and then some negative consequence. Okay, this is not them setting a boundary. This tactic is called coercion. Because remember, boundaries are about you and what you will or won't do. They aren't about controlling other people. That's what this coercion tactic is trying to do. So how do you deal with these boundaries pushbacks? You need to remember a few things before you respond. All right, first, remember that other people don't get to minimize how important your boundaries are to you. Just because they may have different boundaries for what's okay with them doesn't mean yours are wrong. Again, your boundaries are about you. Second, you are not responsible 
for other people's feelings. Now, this doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want to people. All right. It means that when you clearly state your boundaries, you don't make people feel sad or angry. How they react is their choice. As much as you would like someone to accept your boundaries, you can't control how they react. That's on them. Third, quoting Maya Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them. This doesn't mean that people can't change, that you should judge everyone and forget about forgiveness. What it means is if someone won't show you respect, if they're a source of stress in your life, if they're making your relationship unhealthy or toxic, stop making excuses for them and giving them more chances than they deserve. You can't change them. You can only control what you do in this situation. Last and most importantly, you deserve respect. Bodily autonomy is a fundamental right for everyone. Your physical boundaries should be honored just as you should honor other people's boundaries. So what do you do when someone gives you pushback for your boundaries? Well, you could start by sharing how you feel. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I feel not heard. I feel disrespected. You can restate your boundary with a future consequence. Like, I don't like when people touch my stomach. And if it continues, I'm going to leave. All right, it's about you and what you will do. You could also skip to this next one if it feels right. You just leave. Remove yourself from the situation. Go hang out with someone else. Give yourself some space, some distance, and some time. And go write down what happened and when in case you need to reference it later. You could also leave to go tell a trusted adult what's going on so they can help you handle the situation. Now, I recognize that certain circumstances may be more complicated than my examples. So whatever the relationship may be, if your gut is telling you something is wrong, if you feel unsafe or in trouble in any way, do whatever you need to reach someone who can help. You do not have to stay in a situation or continue a relationship where any of your boundaries are continually crossed. Uphold your boundaries and assert yourself. Boundaries are not mean or controlling. Boundaries do not need to be explained or apologized for. Boundaries are clear and direct. And boundaries are about respect and they're a, a form of self-care. So to help you with this, I created a boundaries poster for you to print out, personalize, and post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link this file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 58 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, you can get on the email list too. Now, here are some resources for parents if you're wanting to learn more about setting boundaries. Um, I've read these books and I highly recommend them. 
First, Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Glover-Tawab. She also has a workbook called the Set Boundaries Workbook. Um, that's a lot more interactive and engaging. And I also recommend the Book of Boundaries, Set the Limits That Will Set You Free by Melissa Urban. If you have a topic suggestion or have ideas uh, about boundary resources, I'd love to hear from you. You can send an email, tweens, get the okay from your parents. Email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I am not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 58 of the 10 for teens and tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.